This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. All right, welcome in. It is Kenny and Heilprin. I will open the show. Ah, uh, not with a statement. I'll get to the statement. I didn't prepare anything. I'll open the show with a mea culpa. Zach, uh, nobody holds himself to a higher standard in this industry than we do on this show, clearly, given uh, certain former takes that have been thrown back in certain faces that have Mm -hmm. proven to not be correct. Nobody holds themselves to a higher standard than we do. So I will open the show by by saying hello and also saying, uh, yes, this is our final show. Yes, I am moving to Philadelphia at the end of the week. And I am sorry to the people that they were not the first to hear it. Who were the first ones to hear it? Uh, your your other job? The listeners of the Bill Michaels show. Should I tell okay. that story? Sure. Now I'll tell the story. So this is two Fridays ago. We had just done a show that Thursday night. And we were preparing to not do a show last week and then to come and do this show today. And it was towards the end of the week. And, and I'd already let Bill know previously that I was going to be leaving at the end of the month. And I, I figured I would wait until even today and then say it on this show and put that out there. We go into the 11 o'clock hour. He says, welcome back. It's the Bill Michaels show. And he starts going through his schedule for the summer and the upcoming months. And he gets halfway through it. He goes, hey, Ben, have you told everyone yet that you're leaving? <laughs> I was like, no, I, I, I haven't. I purposefully, frankly, I've, I've not yet gone through that. For two reasons. Number one, I wanted the first people to hear it uh, to be our great listeners on this show. And I love you all. All of the messages have have been amazing. And I'll get to those in a bit. The main reason, Zach, I didn't want to do it is because telling people you're going to leave a month before you leave publicly on radio is something Coach K would do. (laughs) And frankly, he already did. And I said, Bill, I don't want to be Coach K. I, I don't want a retirement tour. I want it to be about the kids and their great accomplishments on the basketball court. I was going to try to go out like Jay Wright, to be honest. And uh, thank you to Bill for, uh, yeah, that was not possible. Making that unrealistic and, and as you said, not possible. Well, hey, it's, uh, it's a good mea culpa. And, it, and it's a good one to finish on too, right? I mean, you've had to do it so many times. I feel like this one's uh, probably the best of all of them. You know, really ap- apologizing, and because it is the people that have listened to the show that we enjoy so much. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was disappointing that everyone else had to hear it there first. Well, I don't know what the Venn diagram looks like. Well, it's probably not. Uh, that's that circle's probably pretty small. It's not a full circle, for sure. It's not. It's it's a it's pretty. I'm guessing it's pretty small. Pretty small. So, because if you like, even. You know, it's funny you say, you know, the Michaels listeners and listeners of this show where that uh, comes down on. We can actually see statistically like our show compared to, say, the camp and like how many shared listeners there are. There's not nearly as many as I thought there would be. So like a lot of people that listen to this don't listen to the camp and vice versa. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are, I could try you, to you, the I draw, try to the draw the there. Reason. The draw there is obviously uh, 
you and whoever hosts the other <laughs> side of the camp. Uh, that was said with such uh, such hesitancy. That wasn't a shot at you. That was a sh- that was just saying when you're talking about like who listens to shows, we have that data, um, and yeah, so it's not as many shared listeners as I thought it would be. Yeah, it's a true like they either like me or they hate me situation. See, but that's not even what this is. This is just like uh, in terms of people that listen to the podcast, how many listen to both. Um, right. So, yes. Or of, yeah, the, of so, the listeners of, of the listeners that listen to this show, how many also listen to the camp? And it wasn't mm-hmm. as big of a number as I thought it was going to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, well, they get all the all the amazing insights from you. You know, who needs those insights from Jesse? They got Mr. Zach. I'm I need those insights from I need those insights from Jesse. Yeah, I'm kidding. I love Jesse. That was not a shot. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, I I didn't write. I, I didn't have the PR team get together and write a statement. Uh, they've been, they've been working hard lately trying to trying to craft a, a good finishing message to Bill's show. And again, it was released weeks before was that I thought I would do it, that, that I'd be leaving. So the, the PR team has, has not been working hard. They've been on vacation. Uh, there's no statement drafted. I kind of wanted to do it that way, but um, I, I, I think a thank you is in order. I I can't say enough how much I I appreciate everyone out there that either has listened since Luke Fickle got hired or for the last couple of weeks or for the people that were with us when we started. Um, It's, it's weird. Like you see numbers, right. And, and when we're on air, you figure there's a couple of people out there that were too lazy to change the dial before we came on. Uh, But it's it's in a moment where, you know, I, I, I say I'm leaving on Twitter and a lot of great messages came in. I can't say how much those mean. I don't really have the perfect words to express the thanks aside from aside from saying them that way. Um, it's hard to go from joking, stupid, I'm an idiot bit into a serious message. I'm trying my best, uh, but I'm going to flip back out of it when I trash Juwan Howard in five minutes. But I don't know. It's been um, not to get all soppy and and lovey dovey. But Zach, it's it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute blast. I didn't really imagine when I started working here a couple of years ago that this would be possible. That it would that it would have the success that it did. Whether again, whether you listen on podcast or live, or you've come out to monks, um, but but to get the feedback from the people, unfortunately, in the circumstance of me leaving, it meant a lot. It really did. And I can't say thanks enough. I mean, I think it's just pretty selfish of you more than anything um, to be leaving and, and breaking this up. Cause you know, um, yeah, you're my, you're my crutch. I, you do everything for this show. You're the one that has done everything for the show. You're the one that has made it this way. I just, I just show up a few minutes before we go on and, and talk. You're the one that puts in all the effort into it. So um, everything that, we've had and the success we've had is because of the effort that you put in. You worked really hard, you know, once we started this, what was that March, 2022 to this point. And I think we've taken a lot of big steps and uh, I just really think it's really selfish of you to be taken off like this. Um, that said, I will also say that we were separated probably that close to 20 years, but the way that you got into this and the way that I got into radio for like my first job, quote unquote job, very similar. Back then, I was looking for an internship, and I just emailed 
this station in Whitewater. Like, do you have an internship? I was like right around graduation. It was like, I hadn't really done it anything whatsoever. And uh, it turned into a part-time job. And it was the first thing I'd ever done and ended up leading to, you know, going on and doing other stuff. And you kind of did the same thing, but you did something that um, I wouldn't have been able to do when I was in, well, no, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Cause I'd already graduated by the time Twitter had come along. I get, I don't say I get it. I won't say I get a ton of messages, unsolicited messages in my DMs about jobs. I do get, I used to get a lot more and I'm, I'm sure as I'm saying this, I'm probably going to get even more. Um, but yeah, some Zach random, needs a co-host. Uh, everybody DM some, some, him. Some random, <laughs> some random account uh, DM me asking for an internship or looking for an internship. And I'm looking at the message right now. And it's like just inf- information about internships or an inter- internship program. And I never reply to these. I'm a real, I'm a huge dick. I'm a huge dick when it comes to that. I want to be better about it. I want to be that person that, that helps everybody else up that, you know, is, is young and I want to help them grow in that type of stuff. But for whatever reason, I, back then I wasn't forwarding this to anybody. And I, at the time, like, yeah, what does it hurt? What does it hurt? So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll reach back out to them and say, do this and do that. And it led to obviously you getting part-time and then full-time and now getting to go home and, uh, working at a station that you've always wanted to work at. And I think that's really awesome. And I'm glad that I was able to be a very small part of that and just not completely ignore you because, um, oh, big part. Yeah. A big part. No, it's just, a true, just because it's a true, like be- who created Frankenstein situation, you know? Right. But yeah, but I like, I just, just usually ignore those things or used to ignore those things. And I didn't that one day. And I think it's a good lesson that, um, very good things can come from, you know, things that you normally or wouldn't deem to be um, worthwhile to do anything about, because that happens a lot with stuff that ends up in your DMs. And um, in this case, it didn't, and it led to I, what I think was uh, a really good hire and a really good couple of years. And I've enjoyed every minute that we've we've been together. And I, I really hate that. Um, you supported Jack Cohen the way you did and uh, some of that stuff, but otherwise it's been a, it's been a pleasure. So I'm, I'm going to miss you and I'm going to miss doing the show with you. Uh, that said, the show will go on. Don't delete this uh, <laughs> RSS from your, from your uh, podcast feeds. We are, we have some things planned. Uh, it may not be right away, but it's planned. We got some plans and uh, this won't be the last you've heard of, a radio show featuring my voice and, and, and likely somebody else's. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably rebranded. Uh, and it can't and might yes, yes. boost the value of the show immediately. Mm, maybe. Um, once Doubtful. the weird spelling of, of Kenny is taken away, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I echo all of those sentiments uh, and the thanks and the enjoyment I've gotten out of it. Again, I didn't, I didn't prep anything for the show. I just wanted to go that did spark a light bulb in my brain. What do you think the worst 10 minutes we had on air was? My guess I think I know the would answer. have, I mean, it has to be result revolved around your obsession with Wisconsin reaching the level of Minnesota's program. Like that had, that has to be the, Oh, you go with that one. I'm, I'm well, I mean, yes, I, thought I got you... really, because it got really mad, got really loud and you were really unhappy with me after the show. And like, you didn't even say anything to me after the show and you walked out. And so, yeah, that was, 
to me, that was uh, uh, a tough moment. Um, and I ended up apologizing because it was, I wasn't nice. I wasn't nice in that moment. Um, y- your take was horrible and it remains horrible, but uh, I, I, I could have done a little bit better with that one. What were you thinking? I stand by the take for the record. And I would no, love to explain myself again. It. I still think no. I'm right. Um, we don't have time for that. No, I thought you were going to go uh, Trestle saying they're going to win a national title. Oh, <laughs> they're kind of that was that's another one. Uh, yeah, they they kind of are. But I, again, I the Minnesota one sticks out just because you got very um, got hurt by it. You're not you're not overly sensitive. Like you're not sensitive sensitive. I've worked with very sensitive people. But in that mm-hmm. moment, uh, I could tell that I had upset you. And so uh, I felt bad about it, even though the take was horrible and it remains horrible. I could have done a better job. But yeah, that, that, one, that one sticks out. That to me, to me, I don't know, great radio. It could have been great if I hadn't been so mean. Um, but that said, I, 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 I'm not going to take away from the stupidity of the take. But um, I don't think that that comes close to done the better. top top five of my worst takes i mean it's up there it's definitely up there talking about how you need how wisconsin needs to strive to be the type of program that minnesota is is a, is is a bad bad take those weren't my words uh, those weren't my that's words almost, i believe that almost almost word for word we don't need to get into it we don't need to get into it. we don't need to relitigate it here on in the final show but um well if they get yeah, well, how about this if they get well, and i hope this does not happen if they get dusted by ohio state by by 30 and it's ugly again because the Buckeyes are still good and the Badgers aren't there yet, and they go beat Minnesota, and I call it a success, that would be the uh, – that would pretty much be the take in its embodiment. The problem with this year is they also lost to Minnesota and Iowa. Yeah. And yeah, and others. Um, cool. Should we uh, – the only, the only other things I had at the top of my head were uh, the Badgers signed a uh, – they got a – a corner in the transfer portal that I'm trying to track down. I'm trying to get his wingspan mm, because I need to figure just... out like, Oh, listen, this is also important. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving to Philadelphia. I, I will, I will miss it here dearly. I, I will miss the day to day arguments, discussions, thoughts revolving around the big 10 West while it still exists. I will still be the same person. I'll just live somewhere else. So there will still be some some commentary online. I'm sure on air there will be moments where I might have a long-standing take. Hopefully in regards to Aaron Witt's health, that comes true and and his talent and then I'll, you know, call in and and be able to celebrate it, things of that nature. So I it's yep. not like I'm moving to Alaska to go work on a fishing boat, you know? I'll still be in the general ecosystem of Badger fans. That that needs to be to be made very clear because uh, I I don't know who I'd be to just drop them and, and not care about tr- college football anymore, even though the West sure, is going away. Are you trying to make sure that people don't unfollow you? Is that what we're doing here? Oh, I've already gotten so many unfollows on Twitter. It was okay. either because of right. that or uh, the selfie I took of me and my buddy at Aaron Hills. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that I, I doubt that was it, though. The guy's mustache was horrible. Oh, um, he, dude, his mustache is sick. No, the thing is, it's ugly. It's, it's not a great look. I like. I don't. I don't know too many people that can pull off a mustache. Um, he he is definitely not one of them. You can't have a big. You can't like just looking at that guy. And I don't know him at all. But just looking at the picture, he's a good guy. Baby, he's got too much of a baby face for a 
for a mustache. All right, I'm gonna tell him you said that. Not that you said he it does. on air or anything, you know. We're just yeah. A, I mean, he, we're just he a does. podcast. Well, I don't know why else you wouldn't like the picture. Why would people not like the picture? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just get reminded that I'm I'm moving. But it all yeah. probably has to do with the fact that I'm going to do radio in Philadelphia, and some of the opinions shared will uh, have to do with topics that are directly related that to that. Here, that literally nobody here cares about. Well, um, will I be I've tracking already, I mean, Iowa's points I, every game? A hundred percent. Oh gosh, yeah. there are bits that have to continue. Wisconsin Badgers points, uh, sub 30 degrees above 30 degrees, inclement weather, yeah. non-inclement weather. It's the splits yeah. that matter. But I could, I can already see like the change in your Twitter feed though. Like it was like when you, right when you announced that, that you're leaving, it went heavy Philadelphia for the next few days. Well, that's because I was uh, pissed because the Sixers so, lost. Right. What was I going to do? Just like tweet about the Bucks coaching search? It's like, no, I'm mad that the Sixers lost, and now I'm doing this. It's also, there's no Badger stuff happening. Yeah, no. No, I know. I know. I know. Except uh, for the corner, uh, who right. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering who the Marvin Harrison Jr. stopper is going to be. <laughs> it's not going to be him. I hope it's him. Why He's can't it be him? Big kid. I mean, because he was playing Division Two football last year and was um, didn't have barely any, didn't have any offers coming out, and his only offers uh, initially were from Mac schools in Vanderbilt, and uh, then some other schools started coming around. I, that that's that's me. That's a low shot by me. Um, I feel like he may not have been everyone's top option, but was one of those second options that people came around on after some of the top, uh, some of the big guys came off. And I think that certainly was the case for Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, eh, I don't know. I think the most interesting thing about him outside of his size, cause he's just prototypical Luke fickle size, uh, Long arms, man, tall six, one, one, eight, five got, you know, oh. if you're not, if you're not over six foot, you probably shouldn't be, uh, uh playing for Wisconsin type of thing. Just that just feel it's a joke, of course, but it feels that way. But either way, uh, the, the thing about him was he told Jesse that he's going to be in the top three right away. And I don't know who he thinks he's going to bypass there. You know what I mean? Like Alex Smith feels like he's locked in. Ricardo Hallman had a great spring. This Matry had a very good spring in the slot. Like I don't know who Nizier Forkran is going to replace in that top three. Yeah, that's definitely I don't a question. Know. I don't know. I don't know the I answer would, to that question. Well, he I, he obviously follows uh, Matt Mitchell, who was at the school that he was at before, before coming to the Badgers. I don't know. Grand I just State, see, yeah. I see moves like this, Zach. I see prototypical size. And I think I, whoever the top three are, whatever, who's, how, how are they going to stop Marvin Harrison? And I just want to, I, I want to call someone the stopper. There needs yeah. to be a stopper on this team. And for someone, I, I would love to know the wingspan of all the corners in the room right now so I can narrow it down. Now, the answer probably is all 11 players on the field are going to be the stopper, at least in some way. And it still probably won't work. I don't care. I, I need a guy. And I think I, yeah. I think he might be my guy. He's confident. I, he's a D2 All-American, Zach. There are, there are great players to come from Division Two. Uh, none of whom I can name off the top of my head, but I can guarantee there are good players. Oh, there's a ton of there's a ton of good players that come out of Division Two and end up in the NFL and all that good stuff. But again, 
I just don't know. Uh, but to the idea that uh, as Marvin Harrison stopper, you're putting a lot of emphasis on a game that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, <laughs> according to uh, according to you, talking about a Marvin Harrison stopper, who cares? Who's going to stop Marvin Harrison? That game doesn't even matter to Ben Kenny. Doesn't matter. Okay. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to Ben Kenny. You're right. Good take. Um, he is the uh, the the Cade McNamara poison. Yeah, there you go. When Iowa chooses to throw, he is the the Ethan stopper. Mm, there we go. Now we're on. Now we're back on. Uh, and they're freaking. Oh, Minnesota's tight end, who's who's good. And he pisses me off. Brevin Spanford. That's his name. All right. I don't Into like the it. weeds we go. Um. All right. Speaking of uh. Well. I was. I. I'll say this. I want to get to Juwan Howard in a second. I'll say this. I was at my my buddy's house this weekend. He went to Iowa, and I really give him most of his Iowa information. He's turned to me. He'll he'll text mm. me about whatever's going on. Be like, yeah, dude, your your OC is a new contract where if he doesn't score twenty five, he gets fired, and, and that's how he learns about his his teams. And uh, I was talking with him about about Mr. Ferentz, and I can confirm the uh, the the people of Iowa City and all those close to the program are absolutely giddy at the idea of another bad offense. They are they are ecstatic for this season that Ferentz might might be gone afterwards. Now uh, they might be mistaken because of how much talent they've they've accrued on that side of the ball, but. The uh the the mood in Iowa City is, is is impressive, given you know the team and its history. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. I all, all no, I, I just wanted to that, put that, that out there. I, yeah, I'm no, doing I, some I reporting. It. I got you. I got you. How does that feel? Does it feel good? Um, I I don't really feel anything. I I just feel excitement. I, I feel amazement. Yeah, two months, and, two months, uh, two well, a little bit. Yeah, I think right about two months till we get to Big Ten media days, and I can ask because you won't be there. I can ask uh, Kirk Ferentz oh. um, some of those some of those hypotheticals about being down to the wire and how you're going to handle um, whether you're at like twenty four point nine and uh, you have a chance to kick a field goal late in a game that you're up by a million. Uh, would you do it, or you need a touchdown to get over that? Would you do it? Those are all the, I mean, those are questions that I think you would ask if you were going to be there, but you're not. So uh, I guess it's left to me to ask those questions, but very excited about that. Yeah. We were a year early on interviewing him. The other question I would ask is if Cooper DeGene would also be their best wide receiver. Well, not after they got the kid from Ohio state. Oh yeah. That's, that's another headline. Iowa's wide receiver. You sorry for all the Iowa talk. But they got a they got a transfer from the Buckeyes. He's a four star. He's a CJ yeah. Williams adjacent going to play in, in Iowa City. Yep, slightly lower rated CJ Williams. Yeah, man, that's gonna be fun. Um, all right, uh, on to things that probably matter a little more. Headline drops late last week, as I was on the golf course. I I, I opened Twitter, and some blessed news crosses the feed. Caleb Love, transfer from North Carolina. He transferred to Michigan in light of them losing their whole freaking roster, whether it's Dickinson who transferred away or some dudes to the NBA. And it is released that he is uh, actually not going to Michigan. He 
uh, will go back into the portal. And Matt Lo- Matt Norlander uh, puts out the news. I think it was first reported by Joe Tipton and somebody else. But the second tweet right below, he's not going to Michigan, is here's the context. Michigan's lofty admission standards for a transfer means a higher bar needs to be cleared for all credits from a prior school. Blah, 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 blah. They're in shambles, Zach. So how does this happen to Michigan basketball, but not? Because this is the second time that something like this has happened. I don't remember hearing about this in football. Yeah, it happened last the year lo- with, with the uh, Texas Tech kid. The lofty admissions standards happen for basketball, but not for football. It's like, ooh, it's, again, we're Michigan. Again, as you said, yeah. As you we're said. Michigan man. As you said, it's uh, it's hilarious because it's Michigan. It's hilarious because it's Juwan Howard. My first reaction was, this is a hilarious spin, and he is trying to keep his program from absolutely spiraling into the ocean. This is a, yo, Matt, I see you guys are breaking this news. We're totally screwed. But listen, let's blame admissions because it's pretty easy. You know, it's Michigan where, you know. Big, uh, big, uh, the blue or whatever. And he has the writers put that out there. And it's a little smoke screen around the fact that, that his team is going to stink, Zach. They're, they're going to be terrible. They're not going to be good, but again, they've had a lot of talent in, in recent years. And I mean, especially last year and they didn't do anything and make the tournament. Yeah. I think so, the coach stinks. I think I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I was looking at some of the uh, the T rank projections, and Michigan right now is sixty third, which goes a little high, but sixty uh, third for a coach that for for a program whose expectations are not to miss the tournament in back to back years, not to miss the tournament as much as they have, or I should say, not miss the tournament for as long as they did prior to. This past year, yikes, yikes. Yikes is right. And that is also something I will enjoy watching from afar, hopefully, as it as it crash lands. I mean, listen, if that coach can't win with talent, what is he going to do with no talent? Um, and I would put my, my life savings, the future of every dollar I'll earn, that Greg Gard lasts longer at Wisconsin – than Juwan Howard does in Michigan. I mean, they're both obviously there are some people that are on the bandwagon to get rid of both, certainly. But like what has happened to Greg Gard and what has happened to Juwan Howard just completely different. Like Greg Gard hasn't been suspended for slapping an assistant coach. No. <laughs> no, there is no he, assault. On he Greg hasn't Gard's had record. He he hasn't had like the type of recruiting classes that Juwan Howard has only to not necessarily, you know, get to the level that you should. Now, I think that being said, they were in the Sweet 16 in 2022. They were in the Elite Eight in 2021. So it's not like they haven't had success with Juwan Howard, but the last two years uh, off the court and some of the other stuff, you know, on the court, after games, like that type of stuff I think is going to be something that you, you have to weigh when you're talking about Juwan Howard, but to say Greg Gard, I mean, Greg Gard's got another year 
no matter what, right? I, I oh, would yeah. agree with you. I, I would agree with you. I think he gets – yeah, I would agree with you. There are a lot of expectations for this year now because of everyone coming back and the additions that uh, the additions that they made in the recruiting class and also in the transfer portal. There are expectations. I think expectations are much higher on Wisconsin right now than they are for Michigan this year. I don't know if that's good or bad for, for either coach. What do you think? Well, like No one's expecting Michigan to be any good now. Yes, but I think if there's a certain level of bad, then he'll be gone. Just because it's like, how can you let Michigan get to that point? Well, it's also it, he's also a he's also a legacy there. A Michigan right? man, uh. like, I mean, it took if Jim Harbaugh wasn't Jim Harbaugh, would he have made it as long as he did? No, he would not have. Right, right. So, Dewan Howard, I think, kind of holds has the the same standing there in terms of legacy. Um, what 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 was accomplished while he was there? So he's a favorite son, even though there's quite a people that uh, would disown him if they could right now. Yeah, he'll always have that group of people. I I remember the those that feverishly defended him, that said that he was he was instead that Greg Gard instigated the contact in the handshake line when you shake hands on the way off the court. They're always mm-hmm. going to be those people, the apologists. But I hope I I actually this was my this was my comparison for it I don't think it's dissimilar what's happening with him at Michigan and Mel Tucker at Michigan State in terms of what's actually happening like the program slipping and the on-field record is slipping and with fan sentiment where the hype was huge a couple years ago and it's kind of waning. like people are starting to turn now Mel Tucker's getting paid an ungodly sum of money but it's still like I, the the Suns owner is a big big Michigan State money man. I don't know. Like I I I find a a similarity between the two, which I, this is I mean, nothing to do with Wisconsin. So maybe maybe yeah. I should change the topic. But yeah, let's let's yeah, let's done. move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move um, on. Well, I didn't really have any. I I mean, listen, it's you know summer stuff is starting coming up. We got some I, basketball, Wisconsin basketball stuff to talk about. Uh oh yeah, the news. As I be a radio professional and open my phone and pull up Twitter, the news drops earlier today that Wisconsin will be playing a home and home. A home and home. With Arizona. Feels like it's a bit of a fill for the Big Ten ACC challenge. Usually, you know, that, um, so that's, that's, Fun to hear. They're going to get Arizona at home this year, and they're at Arizona next year. That adds to a schedule that's going to include a top 10 Tennessee team coming to uh, Madison, a likely top 10 Marquette team coming to Madison, even though that game hasn't been announced. And then the uh, matchups for the Gabbitt tip-off games were also announced this afternoon, and Wisconsin is going to play at Providence. Providence, at least in the the T-rank rankings that I'm looking at, uh, are 48th in the country. So I was like, oh, my God, they're going to have four top potential top 25 games uh, in the preseason that probably or the ex, uh, non-conference that's probably not going to be the case. But then they also could face either West Virginia or Virginia down in and or I should say um, in the Fort Myers tip off as well. So there is uh, a very I don't want to say I'm going to say uh, let's say formidable, formidable non-conference schedule to go along with 
uh, what is going to be a obviously a knockdown drag out Big Ten season just like this year. Oh, could you imagine, you know, playing good out of conference games consistently? While I can. Football, I just did. Yeah. While football goes the other direction. I'll stop it. They there has been did you know that uh the uh yeah, I mean the the idea that they have to play uh a power five opponent is not actually a rule. What do you mean? That's there's no rule that says they have to play a power five team in football every year. So what's the rule that they're taking away? I have no idea what anybody is worried about. Um, that I was re- we we all read that right. That was in the uh, the stadium report. It was it was it Yahoo whatever it was. Scott Doctor. Yeah, it was Brett McMurphy. Not, Scott Scott Docterman did a, an article the next day saying, uh, contrary to reports previously, there's no rule that uh, makes teams play Big Ten teams play other Power Five teams. There's no oh. rule. Well, yes. There's Mia Culpa number two. I was uh, yeah. mistaken, even though my yeah. rant stands, I guess. Right. Like I don't, I'm, I'm hopeful that that doesn't go away. Now I think what could happen is when the SEC presumably goes to nine conference games, maybe they're not wanting to play. Like maybe they don't want to play another power five team in the non-conference. Maybe they go the way of Georgia and play nobody in the non-conference because they're going to have to play nine you know, nine tough games in conference, kind of like the Big Ten does right now. But um, there's, yeah, there's no rule that says Big Ten teams have to play a Power Five team right now. And we, we've seen that with Michigan the last two years. Gotcha. Well, hand up. That's my bad. As are many things. Um. So, yeah, Badgers, uh, Arizona games coming up, and they'll play Providence next year. Hopefully. I mean, I think they'll be a lot better. Hopefully they are. I think all signs point towards them being a lot better. I mean, hell. They got a big transfer. They didn't lose them. I'm just going to compare them to Michigan constantly Boom. throughout the season, which Boom. I think will look good for uh, for Mr. Guard if he doesn't take the the Bucks job. You There's know? a lot of people pushing for that. A lot of people people out for there that, are right? saying Greg Guard to the Bucks. Yeah. Who says no? Yeah. <laughs> Badger fans he don't may. say no if you don't like him, even that though they're probably hilarious. Bucks fans too. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. That'd be yeah. It would. All right. Um, do we have anything else? I got nothing else except uh, to say good luck to you. And I've really enjoyed doing this for the last what year and a half. So um, sucks that you're leaving, but uh, I'm really excited for what your future holds and, and being able to go home and doing what you've always wanted to do. Because I ha- have done the exact same thing. I never wanted to do anything other than cover – Wisconsin sports and uh, you know, for you to be able to get it at the age that you are um, is just awesome and uh, put in a lot of hard work. And I'm, I'm happy that you're getting this opportunity. So that's all I have. Mm. Well, thank you. Uh, the, the appreciation goes both ways um, for answering my DM first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, since starting the show, I, I think I can say that there's been growth on my part. And, you know, growth, you, I, I don't think I would have found anywhere else. It's been a, it, it's truly a two years of, uh, that I will reflect upon fondly that I will, I will look back with terrific memories. And I mean, know that it, it's an old, uh, who created Frankenstein? I, I'm not good at, at, at the movies. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever, whoever, you know, it's, it's a true, like, like it's a very significant time and, 
in the career and, and in the life. And yeah, thanks, first of all, uh, to you. Uh, and second of all, to everyone listening, because it wouldn't be possible without without any of that. It's been a uh, it's been a terrific ride. I will I will uh, request a, a thank you from the people that have grown tired of hearing me talk that I am leaving. But um, for those out there that have that have enjoyed what we've put out there, thank you so much for for listening, for interacting, for for everything. Really, it's it's been incredible. I uh, I don't have a close written. I don't ha- I don't have much else to to hit. Like I'll, I'll probably post edit and like put the music in. But um, yeah, stay tuned to this channel. This channel will not die. Uh, maybe a rebrand, but there's so there's some exciting stuff in the future. I'm excited to follow that first and foremost. And uh, yeah, I, I'll keep in touch with all the people. Follow me on Twitter. And uh, if my takes are wrong, DM me and I'll, I'll apologize. That's, that's kind of where we're at. Um, all right, Zach, uh, as always, sir, thank you. And yes, sir. to everybody, it is not... What's the saying? It's not... If I see you, it's when? I don't know. Whatever. You know the message (laughs) I'm trying to say. We will, uh, I'll be in touch. I'll be heard on the airwaves at some point out here. And uh, everyone, thank you again for the last couple years. Stay tuned to the channel. Have Have a terrific week. Have a terrific summer. See ya.